Welcome to Fresh Takes on the Future of Work. We are focused on fresh perspectives from business and HR leaders about the future of work. Fresh is an acronym for freedom, resourcefulness, empathy, simplicity, and happiness. Values core to operating in the future of work. We'll tie back to these while exploring interesting stories and actionable ideas. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jess Pagoni. My pronouns are she, her, and hers, and I'm the co-founder and CEO of Luna, a team operating system for the modern employer, redefining connection and productivity through systematized web-based personal operating profiles combined with AI dashboards. Our guest today is James Hancock, U.S. President of MOI, Making Work Absolutely Human. MOI is home of the Belonging and Culture Dashboard. It's where the art and science of people and culture collide. James has experience across HR, strategy, and operations, as well as in digital, in both institutional and investment banking verticals. He is an Aussie, and I am thrilled to have him here with me today. James, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Jess. Great intro, and I should say g'day. Good day. A traditional, well-known way to say, hello, how are you? <laughs> I appreciate that. So James, before we jump into the episode today, can you tell us a little bit more about you and your work with MOI? Yeah, absolutely. So MOI is an acronym for what we do, as you said. For a little while there, we were MWH, Make Work Human, and we thought, that's lame, we can do a bit better. We thought, wow, what if we made it like a kiss as it is today? we thought absolutely was the right intent to guide us as we go forward. That's what we should always be striving for in our work with people and culture, thinking about the future and what we do. What we do a lot, as you mentioned, is our culture dashboard, looking at four sort of key things to understand people's experience at work. The first thing we look at is diversity identity census, we call it. We're asking, hey, tell us about you, what makes you same and different to others in your diversity. But then more importantly, for your identity, what matters in those factors? In belonging, we look at a whole range of factors. We've got about 35 different things that we're looking at here. Things like purpose, agency, relationships, accountability, but also importantly, things like fairness, psychological safety, then ultimately how you feel you belong in an organization and and that connection that you have. We look at some human capital metrics as well within this, some things you'd be thinking about as an HR professional, as a leader in a business. Importantly, some things that show patterns of behavior and leadership and what's really happening in culture. And then the final one that we spoke about a little earlier, Jess, that we really love and find it so fascinating is social map, what I would call social mapping, what here in the US we often call organizational network analysis, which is who's working with who, how are they working together, what do different people go to each other for. My best example, my favorite example is, hey, we asked a question about when things get stuck. And in a mining company that we worked with, we got a very practical answer, which was like, hey, we go to Jess when the machine's stuck. She's the most amazing engineer that literally, literally unsticks the machine and gets it running again. So we got some really interesting big and small insights uh, in that. Yeah, pretty cool stuff. Very, very cool. Thank you for sharing, James. So here on the Fresh Take Show, we ask everyone the same five questions about the future of work. Are you ready to dive in? I'm going to do my best. Oh, you're going to do great. I know it. It is time to get fresh. James, how do you define the future of work? 
So I thought about this a lot. I thought about long and big answers, and I'm going to keep it fresh and say the future of work is simply what's next. Ooh, that's the shortest answer to this question we've ever had on the show. You win the prize. Okay, so if I present you with a magic wand and you can change one thing about work life right now, what would you do? Yeah, I've thought about this one a lot and my answer could could have been bigger in the first. I think I want to give more on the biggest change because I think there are so many things happening. We're looking a lot, obviously, at trends, data, the anecdotes, the stories, lived experiences, shared experience we've had in pandemic coming hopefully to improve, you know, kind of constant, continuously improved conditions and things like that. I think the one is about sustainability and growth. That's the one I'm most interested in as needing to be the biggest change. I look at a lot of people and obviously just like we're looking in entrepreneurial settings, we're looking in scaling businesses for both of us, but I worry about what is sustainable and not. I think, you know, there's been such an infatuation, if I can put it like that, with growing really big, really fast, but we don't think about, wow, what happens when we need to shrink or what's that change? What's the human part of that? How do you balance excitement with then like that, that reaction to that? We've seen examples. I'm not naming anyone on that. I don't think that's important. But what I think it really drives to what we're seeing in Australia, but also here, I think, different paces and things is this need to sort of get real on ESG. I know that sounds like less exciting, but it's like, let's look at this seriously. Let's get to the real measurements on things. That's what I'd like the biggest change to be, I think, is like sustainable growth focus, which probably needs us to get real on things like ESG, social governance and environment. I think that's really important, actually. And I'm curious because, you know, some companies may have a focus on this already. And many times big organizations are required to focus here. Do you have guidance for the small to mid-sized companies, like where they could start around that type of a focus? Yeah. I mean, I think, don't want to be too controversial. I think, yes, there are reporting requirements on it, what's real and what's not real and how deep and genuine efforts are. I think we could always ponder that, (laughs) let's say. I think... What we've seen more and more over time is basically the societal aspect to this. So like, hey, as society changes, business needs to change. That's really important. I think big businesses have the opportunity to get a lot of that information quickly. They've got more people, right? But in smaller businesses, you can go deeper on conversations and understanding really. There's less less people right in the mix. I think listening obviously is really important. Thinking and acting is really important. In a way, a small business can drive it though, because we can move quicker. You know, even though big companies say we change quickly, we put money behind stuff, it takes ages, it takes a really long time. So great ideas can come right across the sort of system. But I still have this totally get the reporting part of it all, get the measurement part of it all. I don't think we've got measurement reporting any of that, right? But I think like we just need to agree on an intent that sustainable growth is good. We're even seeing that if you go to the market, like inflation and all those other things, it's like maybe that's because sustainability wasn't right. That's what I'm thinking about more than anything else. Well, it's good to put the bug in our ears as well so we can think about it too. My wheels are turning for sure. So James, as far as fresh takes, so freedom, resourcefulness, empathy, simplicity, and happiness, which area do you see as the most pressing right now as we think about the future of work and maybe like specifically drilling into that 
evolving employer-employee dynamic? Yeah, I think this is an amazing question. And I've sort of interpreted it a couple of ways. But I think if I was picking one of those words, I feel like naturally because it's in the middle and also because we're great, you know, people and culture fans, I feel like empathy is a really good and easy answer. But my answer is going to be different. I, I think every word here is important almost all of the time. I actually think maybe it's where, where we're at, who we're talking to. I think resourcefulness is actually really, really key. What I think comes through in that is, you know, the balance of things are still changing. I'm tired. What am I doing? So there's this sort of resourcefulness, resilience, kind of hand in glove piece here that I think really matters. Resourcefulness is kind of like, I see an energy in that. And that's what I'm really thinking about when I answer that. Resourcefulness is like, hey, there's all these things happening. What do we do? How do we think about it differently? What are we going to bring to the table? How do we find that energy from each other? I think all those other things come into it. But for me, resourcefulness right now uh, is, is really key. What's pressing? I sort of thought about what's pressing in that. We hear a lot of things where it's like it's N equals one. It's individual. Like it's what's in it for me. How does that work? I'm resigning to go for something that's in it for me, good for my family. All of that is great. I just come back to the one that I was really thinking about is what we owe to each other. I don't know. It sounds weird, but it's like, I think that's very, very important. I think it's like, hey, we owe each other showing up, giving each other that energy, that momentum, that care, finding out about each other, building connection, taking the time to do that. It is kind of a constant struggle. I don't think we can say that that's easy, but I think in the dynamic, it's like, what are we showing up with each other. I don't think it should be a dynamic where it's like employer takes, employee gives. I think that's interesting, but not helpful. I think it's like, what are we getting from each other? A relationship should be two ways. So that sort of dynamic, I think we just have to keep challenging the balance of it and assuming, trying to get it. I don't think it has, I don't think it's always a hundred percent, you know, equal like 50, 50 all the time. I don't think any relationship is, we try our best constantly to do that, but that's sort of part of the fun and the interest resourcefulness will help us keep evolving that dynamic, I think. Not many people on the show pick resourcefulness, but it's one of my favorites. So thank you for choosing it. Thank you for talking about just the the need to be thinking differently and creative and approaching problems and interactions with, with resourcefulness. So I love the answer. And I, I feel like this will flow nicely into the next question about managers. So anyone who's leading a team right now, what advice do you have for them? Yeah. So I put a few things down for this one. I think being a leader at times can be like a thankless task, to be honest. And I say that with great love and respect as a leader, as someone that works with leaders, same as you, Jess, that I think really matters. The one I've thought about the most on this topic lately, but maybe for the last little while, is... What we think at Moi is that leadership is where this light, light flickers on that it's for others. And I think that's really important. However, what I've been thinking about reflecting on a lot is we have to lead ourselves first. And I'm sure that's in leadership courses everywhere. But I reflected on that a lot is like you need to be ready, confident, always sort of getting that light in yourself to be able to lead others. I think that's really important. It doesn't mean you're perfect all the time. You don't set up something else, but I think it's like leading and caring for self is number one. That's ongoing, but I feel like there's moments where everyone, not just leaders, have been tired. What's next? How do I come back with energy to, you know, hit the next wave? Like all of this matters. So I think number one for managers, lead 
in care for self. I think flexibility and being real, I think is number two. I think we need to always have that, but I think if we're solid on one, we'll get two. And then I think it sounds small. It sounds, you know, yeah, of course we do that, but I don't think we do it that well is seeking support from other leaders and other leaders in your network, even if not your company, which is like building a bit of an island to go to. Because sometimes as a leader, it's hard. Like I can't talk to my team member about something that's going on, but I could talk to another leader about it. Maybe it's in a different organization, totally different setting, in a different business colleague. But I think that's it. Lead and care for self, flexible and real, build the island. Great advice. The build the island, I think, is one, especially right now, people are feeling isolation and leaders even more so likely than the people who they're leading. So and then, you know, the self-care piece, the self-compassion is comes back to like put the oxygen mask on for yourself first and then help the other people in the plane with you. So I think it's really important to highlight that. And around flexibility, of course, I am a big flexibility fan where we are about freedom and how giving people the freedom to work in a way that they can be at their best. And I think you said it well, just approaching work with flexibility is part of how the future is operating. Yeah, totally. Love it. Love the oxygen mask one too. And island means that, yeah, you're not on there by yourself. No, you're bringing other people there with you, which is even better. I'm like, what what, um, what kind of fruity cocktails are we going to have on that island together? So, James, my final question for you is one company you admire for their fresh take. Yeah, this is good. I find it really hard to narrow this down to one, probably because we work, as you digest, like with a lot of different companies that I think are getting lots of this really right. One I'd call out, though, is a company that's here in North America, Canada, U.S., also over in Australia and New Zealand, is called Xero, X-E-R-O. It's an accounting software, really cool, you know, very important. It's an enabler, an amazing enabler of small businesses all around the world. They're getting a lot, I would say they are getting fresh really right. Basically, I think they are balancing freedom as they grow. I think resourcefulness in what they do, absolutely. With deep empathy and understanding of people's experience that, you know, one person, team, groups of people, their partnership networks, constantly trying to get more simple absolutely and then i think happiness you see it in as an, a sort of outside person working with them you see it in their posts with each other you can feel it you know where you feel a photo you're like wow i could feel what that room is like i feel the happiness and all those other things so zero for me are getting fresh with it great shout out we'll have to check them out learn some more about zero thanks for highlighting them here James, as always, it's a pleasure to connect with you. I really appreciate you sharing your perspectives about the future of work and about moi. How can our listeners find you? Yeah, sure. So James Hancock and moi on LinkedIn is great. LinkedIn is my favorite. I think that it's a great format to share information, not just sell things. I think there is still really good space to look at stuff. What did we do before LinkedIn? I don't know. I'm trying to remember. I think we drank coffee with each other and stuff. And <laughs> yeah, we've got a team page, which is moi making work absolutely human. Two little blue logos. We'd love to see people follow and we'll follow them back and see what we can do to find out what's next at work. Well, that is wonderful. And we'll make sure that we incorporate all of those links into the show notes so people can find you. And thanks again for being here, James. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jess. Thanks everyone else for listening in and don't forget to stay fresh.